Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host. Hey everyone, welcome to another podcast of Living a Full Life. Very special guest this week, uh, Coach Constantine Volgamuth. He was my uh, trainer a couple years ago and we've stayed in contact since then. He's finally found a home here in the Tampa Bay area and he does some great training. Uh, he sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I really wanted him on my podcast <laughs> to talk to all you guys. But today's topic is resistance training. Uh, it's the number one question I get when it comes to exercise. Hey, Dr. D, you've helped me lost weight. You've helped me get here. What's the next thing I need to do to really maintain my overall health? And there's no question it's resistance training. So yes. thanks for being on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got here, and what you do for us here in Tampa. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, it's really good to get back to you, having some good conversations about fitness and health. Um, so yeah, um, I, I make it quick or short. So my name is Konstantin Wurgemuth. Um I come from Germany, so I moved to the Tampa Bay area two and a half years ago. Uh, fitness was always uh, my thing since I was young. And um, I train almost now 20 years, do personal training, coaching 13, 14 years. So um, I live here with my wife. I met my wife here in, in the U.S. for seven years ago. We got married, so now we start a new life here. And now I just want to inspire other people, motivate other people to live a healthier life. That's great, man. Yeah, it's been awesome knowing you and, and all that great stuff. So um, where was I going to go with this? Resistance training. And yes. your hand, I'll, I'll put all your handles in here later. You can find Constantine on Instagram, Facebook. He's local here. He's got great information. He has great videos. But when we get to resistance training, there's beginners yeah. and then there's people who've been in the gym since they were a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest mistake they do is they still think they're 19 years old. So mm-hmm. they haven't worked out for 10 years. They go back to the gym and they think they can do 250 pounds on the bench press. Uh, so as a chiropractor, I try and teach them we have to start from square one again. Yes. So what's the best way to get back into resistance training for people that don't have two hours to go to the gym every single day? Yeah, I mean, the best thing is um, first to find out, okay, what kind of injuries do I have, right? So I want to start there. How's my mobility, my flexibility? Uh, do I have pain in certain movements when I do some exercises? Um, what has to be more stabilized and mobilized? So first I want to check like or make an analyze of like your body and what your body is capable of, right? So it's not always about age. Somebody who can be older can be more mobile, maybe more stronger than somebody who's younger. It depends on how you treat your body, right? Um, so I, I, I look always on like where the person is coming from and what the goal is, right? So the best thing what everybody can do is first work on mobility, work on core, work on glute activation, just to connect muscle and mind first and having small exercises with small muscle groups to stabilize the body and then going into like more advanced exercises, for example, squats, right? Or deadlifts. But this is something what is really not needed for everybody because if you don't want to be a powerlifter, you don't want to be just strong, it's not really needed to do, right? So that's like what I, how I look to it you know absolutely and that's and that's the value of having a great personal trainer is knowing about injuries knowing about how your body moves doing a proper assessment and you did that for me too i had minimal stuff going on a little bit with my knees so you you noted that down and we didn't do a lot of 
box jumps. You, you kept that out of the program because probably not the best thing for the knees. Mm-hmm. So that's really important too. So that's a great step. Once we know how to do functional movement and we go through the movements properly with lightweight, maybe resistance band or TRX bands, what's the next step for people to really maximize their time in the gym so they get, they get the best benefits? Um, so, I mean, we know that a muscle recovery should be between like 48, 72 hours to hit the muscle again, to stimulate the muscle for growth. Um, so it always depends, of course, on volume, right, intensity you have in your workout. So I like to do full body or like lower and uh, upper body um, workout plans that the person can still do 30, 45 minutes, right, for somebody who starts. If in this program is warm-up, mobility, the strength part, and then uh, cool down, right? So I would always go with like 30, 45 minutes in the beginning, see how your body responds the next one or two days, and then progress from this. Great. Yeah, that's a great tip there too. Um, and then how long should people work out when they're in the in the gym? What's what's the magic number? Yeah, I mean, I would keep it uh, mostly short between 45 and 60 minutes. Mm. Uh, everything really okay. goes over. <laughs> it's just... It's too much, right? Always beneficial. So, uh, you said a great number there and there's a huge debate, but there's really no debate when you read the literature. It is 45 minutes. I mean, you can't get a proper workout in in 15 minutes. People say you can and I've been trying to and I can't. It takes me 45 minutes to go through the proper muscle group to do three or four exercises if you're doing yeah. it correctly. So like you said, you need two days to three days for muscles to recoup. So um, there's two ways to think about this repeat it every three days, the muscle groups or split your week into three or four different muscle groups. Right. Yeah. I mean, Probably the best, but once a week hit the back, once a week hit the chest, once a week hit the shoulders, once a week hit the legs. No, if somebody like more advanced, for example, and can take more volume, right. Because mm-hmm. of more muscle mass, then of course you can have more volume because you have more muscle mass, you have more endurance and so on. Uh, somebody who, um, like, also natural, right? If you train natural, it's different than taking testosterone or any other substance, right? So right. it's important like to shock the muscle more often. So I recommend most of the people do a full body workout every two to three days or an upper and lower body. For example, Monday lower, Tuesday upper break, and then again. So you just have every second day or every third day the same muscle again and changing exercise or repetition range, for example, and sets. Repetition, Right. There you go. And then, so your sets are three or four sets for each yeah. muscle group that you're working and you pick yeah. four or five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think those are beginner type stuff that most people understand that listen to my podcast. So that's great. They're looking for more of the advanced, like how long should I budget? So yeah, 45 minute workouts, three to four times a week. That's really, if yeah. you're looking, especially the guys that are listening to this, the men, who are getting older, 30, 40, 50 years old, testosterone starts to go down. And if you're doing this naturally, the best thing to do to maintain your testosterone without doing replacement is resistance training. The literature shows this, that if you don't move and you don't do some heavy lifting, your testosterone continues to go down. So from a health perspective, and this is important for women too, if you're trying to prevent osteoporosis, we need to be doing resistance training. It's way more important than cardio. Cardio has its place. Cardio has, of course, it's a great workout yeah. as well. But cardio, cardio has its place. Yeah. yeah. So cardio is like, I mean, uh, a lot of people really start like doing cardio first or starting running, right? Mm-hmm. If your body is not even prepared for running of, because of your joints, your ankles, your knees, you put a lot of pressure on, on your joints. And after a couple of days or maybe weeks, it starts really hurting bad and you just make it more worse and you fall back. 
So you have to right. strengthen your body first, prepare your body for movement, right? So that's why strength training always number one, whatever you do, it's number one. And the cardio yeah. part is also something if I do in short interval training where I keep my, 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 my breaks between my sets shorter, my heart rate is automatically up or higher. So I can even train my heart, right, for more cardiovascularity um, or like even to reduce uh, the risk of uh, any kind of disease I can get just of keeping a heart rate a little bit more up. Doesn't mean you have to do HIIT training, you know, right. but like just keep it up a little bit and take a right. walk, you know. Walk, yeah, maybe walk on the treadmill. That's a great yeah. uh, cardiovascular workout over a longer yeah. period of time. Yeah. These people, a lot of studies show that if you if you run or have high intensity for more than 12, 15 minutes, you actually start to spike your cortisol, mm -hmm. which can lead to other issues. Yeah, so anyway, so yeah. we're talking about resistance today, resistance yeah. training today. So what about, uh, what do you see with your clients that you start on? Because you work with them for a long time. They're, when Once you work with them, you're working with them for a long period of time because they have goals that they're trying to get to. Usually it's probably body mass composition goals that they're that they're using. You like to measure. You, you yeah. were never a big fan of uh, pictures and machines and all that. You said we measure and then we yeah. know if we're getting results. Um, what's the number one thing that you, you tell them to be patient with and with results? How long does it usually take? I mean, it's all about consistency and discipline, right? So if you have a goal, it's always a long-term thing because I mean, we all want to look like good as quick as possible, right? right? But if we are patient and we lose like one, two pounds a week, for example, right? And we add this on over like three months, for example, we can lose 10, 12 pounds like in a healthy way because we want to make sure we don't lose muscle mass, right? right. And um, to even maintain the muscle mass in a certain kind of age is difficult, especially with people who start like doing a crash diet or like eat not enough um, or just eat some vegetables, right? And protein and don't have enough energy coming into the body, but they do a lot uh, activity-wise. Then building this muscle mass up, we have lost it's almost impossible in a certain kind of age to bring this back in if you don't do the right nutrition and the right training, you know? Yes. So yes. that's why I say you have to be patient. You need to have at least three months of a commitment to get started, mm -hmm. but everything is a long-term thing. Once you have reached, even if you just lost three, four or five pounds in three months, it doesn't matter. You lost three, five, uh, four or five pounds. But imagine three months later or six months later, another five pounds. So you add this up and you go slowly through the progress, but you don't fall back, right? right? So you always have to measure this and see, okay, where I'm at. And it goes like baby steps. If my goal is to, to lose 20 pounds, I take the first five pounds from 20 and say, okay, now first five pounds, then next five pounds. Right. So divide it instead of having this huge number in front of you. Right. You know? Small goals, small goals yeah. to get to your big goal. Like let's just lose the first five. Uh, yes. is, it, is it possible to gain lean muscle while losing fat? Is it at the same time? Yeah. I mean, it's possible because if I start resistant training, my body has to adjust to the intensity. My body's, my muscle still has to grow. Somebody who starts working out and is like in a deficit, maybe, is on a diet, right? There's still right. a possibility that you can build muscles. The longer you train, the harder it gets for you to build muscles, right? Because you already reach like a potential naturally way, what, what you can build on muscle mass, right? But this is, is, is it possible, yeah, to build muscles during the diet. 
Great. And I'm glad you said that because it is true. And once you get to that resistance of it's called adaptability, where your muscle now is, it's harder to, to gain more muscle, lean muscle mass. Mm -hmm. But as you're doing that, you're, you're improving your metabolism. And at that point yeah. is where you start to efficiently burn fat better. Yes, better. So you have patience and consistency. That yeah. was, that was perfect. Great, great work. That's good. See, he's a doctor too. You guys didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, good, good job. And then of course, all the hormonal benefits and all that, I'll get into that in a, in a different <clears throat> podcast, but yeah. for people um, that have different goals, what are the, what are the biggest, um, questions that you get from your clients when they come in, what's the biggest uh, obstacles that they have when they start working with you? I mean, the big, biggest thing is like, um, I mean, a lot of people are in pain, even if it's just like a little bit, right? If it's neck pain, back pain, um, shoulder pain and so on. Uh, a lot of people just want to have this fixed or like get out of pain. And I think this kind of weight loss thing comes secondary. What is coming with the progress of a process of, getting out of pain and getting more in shape. Um, so for most of them, it's the nutrition part of thing, like the habits they have, um, you know, the weekends they have, um, stress, a lot of work and so on. So it's really important um, to be persistent or, or like accountable to yourself, right? To make notes, to write down what you eat, to just keep yourself consistent with doing the things every and every day, because if you just track your food three days a week or four times a week, for example, uh, what are you doing the other days, you know? And then you don't know. So, and then you don't get anywhere. So the hard thing is like for most of the people to um, be consistent with tracking food or just even having uh, like a diary, like writing things down, right? Mm -hmm. um, and um, if it's workout-wise, I always say like, yeah, you should have at least three, four times a week a workout. And um, the other days, just take a walk, for example, right? So right. I think the biggest problem is really, um, yeah, how I said, getting out of pain and uh, how to get out of pain and how to bring this in their daily life and the habits they have to change their habits with everything that's going on in their life, you know, especially when you have kids, yeah. you know. Right. Absolutely. It's uh, it's tough to squeeze these things in, but you got to make health your priority. If you're going to make this work, it's got to be consistent. It's got to be yeah. um, all the time. So with people with pain, you know, I deal with that all the time. Usually they're doing some type of therapy first to get back to the gym, but movement can be therapeutic when you're under yeah. the right supervision. So proper movement, it doesn't mean you have to stop with the gym. It doesn't mean yes. you have to stop exercising. You can modify, you can adapt, and you can change your workouts around the pain because that can be therapeutic in, a, in its own way as well. So never do I tell people to ever stop everything. It's just no. modify because they have to keep moving because healing can take one week. It can take three months. It can take a long time to heal from things. And yeah. if we stop working out for three months, it can cause more problems. Yes, that's yeah. great. And that's why I like to put in my programs or when I train people, always mobility um, and then focus on areas they have to focus on where they have movement restrictions and then strengthen the joints or the hips or core, like everything that has to be stabilized. Uh, and this joints is something what always is in uh, my programs and then the strengths part. So uh, it's always important to keep the body healthy and mobile, especially when you get older, right? For sure. 
especially. Yeah. I mean, we have to move more the older we get, and usually it's the opposite. <laughs> we start to move less. So yeah. uh, really, really important to, to do all that. I'll tag Constantine and all the things here. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Resistance training is is so important. I think we we were gentle today in the podcast, but we could get very loud and tell people, listen, if you don't do resistance, you're you're just setting yourself up for failure later. You only have one body and you got to take care of it. It's got to be as strong as it possibly can. Don't have to be, you know, like you said, powerlifting. We were not here no. to compete for the Olympics. We're here to just keep our body healthy and to challenge ourselves a little bit. And as you progress, and it gets fun, it gets uh, addictive. Uh, the gym can become part of your life. It can become uh, uh, something that you th- tr- thoroughly enjoy. So um, reach out to Constantine. He loves uh, questions on Instagram and Facebook. And follow his content. He's got great tips. And he's local right here. And if you're anywhere, he's, I'm sure, more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Great. Thanks, my friend. You're welcome. All right. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.